Welcome to Hank's Place. It's another episode of Our Great Salvation in Jesus. Today, he died and was buried, so the grave could not hold me or you. Joseph of Arimathea was a very wealthy and notable member of the Sanhedrin, and after Jesus died, he went before Pilate to request the body. He was a good and upright man and a secret disciple of Jesus, John 19.38. The reason Pilate allows Joseph to leave with official permission to bury Jesus, well, we may never know. Perhaps he wanted to make clear that he also thought Jesus had been wrongly accused and unjustly put to death. Don't know. It's approaching sunset, and the entertainment is over at Golgotha, grim as it was. The crowds have left, the soldiers are gone, only the three victims hang lifeless there, and a somber cluster of women, women keeping vigil nearby. They watch as Joseph sets about the task of taking down the body. Both he and Nicodemus, who was another secret follower in the Sanhedrin, tenderly lower the body from the cross. They carry it to the nearby garden cemetery where Joseph places it in his own new tomb, a tomb suitable for royalty. Nicodemus has brought with him 75 pounds of myrrh and aloe. That's a huge amount. But the Sabbath is about to start, so they have to leave and wait for Sunday. Notice here that the father has made sure there was clear and irrefutable physical evidence of Jesus' death and also his burial. His burial was closely observed by a number of witnesses, many of them identified and named. The two men who buried Jesus were well-educated, highly respected, and well-known in Jerusalem. The location and age of the tomb was described, and the women who followed Joseph were reported as seeing the tomb and how his body was laid in it. The priests and the Sanhedrin were terrified that perhaps somebody would take his body and claim a resurrection. So they requested Pilate to post a Roman guard around the tomb, which he did. That's a boatload of witnesses, friend. The second Adam was undoing the Garden of Eden disaster. The second Adam was doing what the first never could by allowing himself to be brutally executed and then buried and it was all part of our Father's wonderful plan. Romans 5.17 wonderfully declares, For if by the transgression of the one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in this life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Receive His grace today, my friend to reign in this life and come alive.